how do you take great travel photos, explained in less than 10 minutes. Hi and welcome to episode 80 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you would like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Blimey, start off a bit quick then. Um, right, I need to slow down a little bit, don't I? So, um, right, here is the answery bit. This is what I do to try to take great travel photos. Notice how I said try to then. It would be rude to be presumptuous of anything else. Okay, one, research the area. Two, look at other people's photos of a location. Three, when you get there, find things to photograph that no one else is publishing. Four, check the weather. Five, check the timings of things. Six, get the headline photos. 7. Explore, explore, explore. 8. Then look a bit deeper. 9. Get different things from the headlines. 10. Look for details. 11. Try unusual viewpoints and angles. 12. Remember you don't have to travel to take photos. Yes, really. 13. Be prepared. 14. Gear choices. 15. Memory card management. 16. Put yourself in the frame. 17. Try some new stuff. Helpfully. 19. Enjoy yourself. 20. Share what you have created. Right, that's not the usual list, but the things that I have learned to help me take good travel photos. I've moderated even further to good. I'm not claiming to take great photos. So I just wanted to go through each of those 19 or 20. Well, it's 19, isn't it? I don't know why I said all 20. It's just I made a mistake. just want to go through those quickly. Number one, research the area. Now, I'm particularly poor at this. Um, I'm getting better, and there's a reason why. So what I want you to do is to find out what there is where you're going or where you are. Let's not forget, you can do travel photography at home. Where you are is a travel location to someone else. We need to keep that one in our heads. Travel photography doesn't involve you flying off to some exotic location. Travel photography can involve you photographing where you live. Obviously, if it's where you live nice, it helps. Two, look at other people's photos of a location. See what photos other people have taken. What are the popular photos? The classic views, the iconic stuff. Three, when you get there, find things to photograph that no one else is publishing. Okay, so in two, I ask you to check what people are doing. And only when you check what people are doing, can you find out what people are not doing. And this is what I do. I now research a place so I know what will make my travel photos different. The reason I didn't research places was I didn't want to go somewhere and recreate other people's work. I don't have a problem with that anymore. I think I had a bit of a thing about that. I do get these things from time to time, but it's okay now. Four, check the weather. Now, it sounds obvious, but if you're going to a new location, knowing how the weather behaves will help you massively. And this also includes the time and location of sunrise and sunset and where the sun is and the hours in between. Obviously, you should know what the weather's doing where you live, but you still need to check it, especially if you're here in England where it's unpredictable on a good day. Five, check timings of things. What things am I talking about? I'm talking here about things that might affect a photo. Let me give you an example. Do not try to photograph the church and ellipse in Gaos Paxos between 10 and 11 in the morning. If you do, you'll be in the middle of a load of people arriving by boats who swarm the place, making it impossible to take photos. For then, it's really quiet though. So, half nine, not a problem. 10 o'clock, heaving. This is a little bit of planning that you need to do. Six, get the headline photos. Get those headline photos, the iconic shots, the shots that everyone wants. Why not? Why should you or I be deprived of these things? Nothing wrong with it. And don't let anybody tell you that there is. There isn't. 
Seven, explore, explore, explore. See, once you've got those iconic shots, explore the areas around the iconic location to find something else, find those other things. One of my favourite photos of Pisa, Italy, is not the world-famous iconic leaning tower, but another building around the corner that most people just walk past. Not me. Eight, then look a bit deeper. You've explored, you've explored, you've explored. Keep going, keep going. There will be other things, you just got to look for them. Nine, get different things from the headlines. Easy for me to say. I know, I keep banging on about this, and there's nothing wrong with headline photos, but if you want to stand out, if you want to be different, like I do, then you need to get different photos. Ten, look for details. There are details in everything and anything. Buildings, walls, masonry, windows, forests, trees, branches, leaves. Hopefully you get the idea. Rather than getting the iconic photo and moving on to the next historical line, landmark, landmark, that wasn't very good, was it? I would edit it out if I could. Rather than getting the iconic photo and moving on to the next historical landmark, stop and take a much, much closer look. One of the things I do to find new photos is just to walk around looking. Seriously, great technique. 11. Try unusual viewpoints and angles. High, low, left, right, in, out, shake it all about. Yes, I actually did script that. Apologies. Anything can look different from different viewpoints, angles and perspectives. 12. Remember, you don't have to travel to take photos. Wander off from where you live and you'll find something. And that something could well be a travel photo to someone who is somewhere else. 13. Be prepared. Be ready to take photos. I use a wrist strap for my travel camera of choice, the Olympus EM5 Mark II. I walk around with it in my hand, always ready to go. And all my gear is prepared before I go out for a wander. Cards formatted, batteries charged, everything cleaned. 14. Gear choices long list isn't it take the right gear i use the olympus camera with the 12 to 40 millimeter lens and also the 40 to 150 millimeter lens this covers a massive focal length range in two lenses and i have a small tripod a few other essentials and that is it and it's all packed into a small backpack that i also use for my hand luggage memory card management i have two cases one for blank formatted cards one for photos that i've taken they're different colors and they reside in different places yes i really wrote reside very important to me on top of this 16. Put yourself in the frame. Well, why not? It could become your thing. I've had to include myself in commercial shots of things like leisure centres when there weren't enough people in them to make them look like, well, leisure centres. Include yourself. Wear a brightly coloured hat. Make this your thing. Once you have a thing, you start to create a look of your own. 17. Try some new stuff. Overexpose the shot. See what you get. Shoot into the sun. Minding your eyes, of course. Put your camera on the ground. Hold it high. Hold it out of a window. Just try stuff. 19. Not sure what happened to 18, but I haven't got time to find out. Enjoy yourself. I love travel photography. I genuinely enjoy it, and I want you to enjoy it as well. Number 20. Share what you have created. Well, we have to, don't we, in this social media era? I think it's a wonderful thing to be able to instantly share photos on the web to people all over the world. And for all those people who have negative thoughts about this, just think of a world where we could not do this, which was not that long ago. 21. What do I do? I wander. I explore. I find places where there aren't any other people. I go to places at times where there aren't any other people there. Not that I don't like people. I just want to be on my own and get different stuff. 22. The talky bit. Good luck with this, Rick. Bear with, I'm just going to put my teeth back in. Exploring is the thing that gives me my best travel photos. I'm talking about parking up somewhere, finding a path and following it. I do this all the time and I find places most people will never see. Hidden gems by the plenty. Travel photography is also where I try new things. I experiment with my camera, different modes, different settings. Sure, I take photos of the iconic things, but this is not really what I'm looking for. I've never published a photo of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Pisa? 
but I have published photos of the Battistero di San Giovanni, which is the magnificent, sorry, that was a dreadful pronunciation, wasn't it? Which is the magnificent circular domed roof building that most people walk past on the way to the Leaning Tower. Like I say, I don't have a problem with everyone taking the iconic photos. It gives more opportunities for me to get out and find other good stuff, though, because you're not where I am. One line summary. You take great travel photos, or FOTS as I've written it, P-H-O-T-S, just so we're clear. You take great travel photos by looking, exploring, finding new stuff, by being different. Next episode. Photography Explained Episode 81. Travel Photography Gear for Beginners. Five things I recommend. Yeah, even more travel photography stuff. Well, why not? Shout out time. This episode, the shout out is to me again and my travel website, paxostravelguide.com. Again, it's relevant to the episode and I must allow myself some self-promotion at some point. This isn't a photography website. This is a travel website about a very small, a very wonderful, very special Greek island. And it's the place I love to explore the most. It's a tiny island, but every time we go there, I find something new. So um, have a look if you want. Uh, hopefully you'll find it interesting. Okay, I'm done. Blimey, I thought I was going to go way over time then, but it looks like I've made it up. I hope I wasn't too rushed. So, um, good stuff. Thank you for listening to my Small But Perfectly Formed podcast, he says with a smile. To find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, which would be nice, check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. This episode was brought to you by a very nice cup of coffee, which I'm just about to finish now I'm done. Cheers. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me. And for giving me 12 minutes-ish of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.